The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 26. General West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Berizzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. Howdy, Jack. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hi, Jack. Today, we are discussing the fifth episode of Season 2, Need. The team arrives on a planet that is rich in Nakoda, Daniel Jackson decides to white knight it and rescue the princess from leaping off a cliff. They are then seemingly captured by uh, Jaffa soldiers. Daniel is taken away, and Sam and Jack and Teal'c are sent to the mines of uh, Kessel, I mean, uh, the (laughs) Nakuda mines, (laughs) where they are forced to mine a Nakuda with very primitive, very inefficient tools. Meanwhile, Daniel Jackson gets to live in some uh, flowy robes, and becomes addicted to the uh, healing powers of the Gould sarcophagus. Eventually, he and the princess are uh, engaged to be married so he can free the rest of the team from the Nakoda mines. Uh, After returning to the SGC, uh, he has to come down off of his uh, sarcophagus addiction, um, and he is able to eventually uh, be freed from that with help from Jack. Right, yeah. Um, this was definitely a more interesting episode than uh, the previous weeks. I feel like. I I don't know. I I had the uh, in this very special episode of Stargate today. We are going to discuss drug drug abuse and what yeah. it can do to you. Yeah, Stargate Stargate does train spotting. That's it. that's exactly what I was about to say. I was I was hoping for the uh, Iggy Pop oh. song to start when this when the sarcophagus opened up. <laughs> Here comes Daniel Jackson. <laughs> um, but yeah, what were your thoughts on this episode, Father? Well, it's, you know, it, it's one of those episodes. I, it's one of those episodes that, frankly, I pretty much summed up by saying it's, you know, this is about drug addiction and all that. But we did learn about the sarcophagus, and that, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good thing. But beyond that, uh, this is not one of my favorites. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Lisa? Well, my 15-year-old, when we were watching it, she goes, oh, this is the one where Daniel Jackson does something he shouldn't do or isn't supposed to do and then gets the rest of him in trouble. And then they all have to spend the whole episode getting out of it. Oh, that one episode. Is, yeah. Isn't that, that the plot of half the like series? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we could say it's that one episode where yeah. Daniel Jackson forgets he has a wife and falls for some cute princess and then yeah 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 that was a this is another uh i feel like tick on the whole uh daniel is the conscience of the team going against that like how easily he just just, you know oh i'm i'm living large so 
You guys will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Victor? Well, uh, this episode is called Need, and you'll feel like you've been Need after watching this one. Oh. Right in the. But it was written by Robert C. Cooper, um, uh, so we get a lot of really good world building uh, in this about you know the the you know what happens to people after they've you know had a gold in their head and don't anymore. And the story was written co-written by uh, Damian uh, Kindler, who would go on to do I think. Uh, almost 30 episodes across this and uh, Stargate Atlantis. So um, there, there's a lot of good quips in this episode. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, it, uh, what, what can you say about need really? Well, I, mean, I mean, it's really, really exciting where, you know, for half the episode, SG one, except for Daniel is taking big rocks and breaking them into little rocks and taking little rocks and breaking them into yeah. even littler rocks. <laughs> Hey, baby, really working in stuff. a gold yeah. mine, going down, 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 <laughs> working in a gold mine, about to slip down. Yep. We can, Except uh, they're not in a gold mine because the gold aren't on the planet anymore. They're not even real Jaffa. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just cosplayers. A nice little twist, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it turns out that, that human beings were the monsters all along. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, the guards. They yeah. have like an even worse applique on their forehead than Teal'c does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they're a fake Jaffa. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, and you could tell they weren't real Jaffa because yeah. they seem to take some weird, you know, pleasure in uh, in hurting in a in a kind of a sarcastic way. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting because regular Jaffa are usually very stoic and don't have a lot of commentary. You know what? What do we call them? Quips. Makfa or Jaffo? I don't know, but <laughs> I like the Jaffo. <laughs> Jaffo, yeah, the Jaffo, yeah. yeah. So I know with the the gold, their whole thing is they just cannibalize technology from other species. Like they're not like a technology creating race any of themselves. Uh, but the whole thing is the sarcophagus will make you more. It just makes you more evil the more you use it, and it's like a like a psychological drug, which is what happens with the ruler of the planet, where he's been ruling the planet for seven hundred years since he defeated the gold who was who had taken it over, and. The implication is he used to be good, but he's gotten worse and worse the more he's been using the sarcophagus to prolong his life. But they don't really make it clear. Like they've used it in the past several times to heal people when they're badly injured. Is the implication that it's if you're using it for its intended purpose, it's okay, or if it's never okay to use? Because the impl the way they yeah. go at the end of the episode is like you should never use the sarcophagus at all. Period. Right. Do what the Tokra do. Yeah. So we we get the very yeah very good. Um, this is the second episode with with Tokra in it, and we learn that they don't use the sarcophagus. And I think the most interesting bit of world building in here is that maybe the sarcophagus is what makes the Gould so evil. Mm -hmm. And they don't really come back to that. It becomes Gould or just you know evil, evil, evil. But um, and it, about this. It did, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say they did make a distinction between the first time it was used on Daniel when he was injured. Yeah. And then what happened after when he was healed and then used it again. And I don't know if they ever really play with that anymore of it's okay to use when it's healing injury, but it's when you're using it as a upper, basically. Yeah. That it becomes like, more problematic. Like, like Icy Hot. Yeah. Or maybe not Icy Hot. I don't know. <laughs> icy Hot doesn't do much. It's like a Dr. Yeah. House with his bike in, but yeah. Uh, about the sarcophagus, though, I watched this with a. Uh, with our eight-year-old and he has some questions the second time daniel goes in shyla 
um, takes his glasses away. And so he's like, wait, you can't wear glasses in a sarcophagus. And so then a couple of minutes later, he turns to me, he says, maybe the sarcophagus operates on light waves and the glass and the glasses would refract the waves and damage it or, or somehow make it not work. Um, mm. Which I thought was very interesting because we don't really understand how the sarcophagus works. And then at the end, he was very uh, disappointed when the staff blast didn't blow it up like it did in Hathor and just kind of like, you know, <laughs> made it go all sparky. They needed to keep that prop. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So do we see the sarcophagus in the future being used by oh, the team? Oh, yeah. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure if this was like the, we're just not going to use this anymore. I don't, th- I don't remember if SG-1 ever uses it again, but we definitely see the, the Gold using yeah. it mm-hmm. over and over and over and over. Yeah. I think, doesn't Ball keep bringing Jack back with it or something or something? Yeah. Later on, season I five, I think, As or six. Yeah. Almost killing him and then bringing him back. Yeah. Yep. How many times now has Daniel almost died? This is like the third or fourth, I feel like. I think this is this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this would be the, th- the, the third episode that we've seen him come out of the sarcophagus. Yeah. Oh, Plus then the movie yeah. would be the fourth. Um, but then, you know, how many times has he been dead or almost dead or mostly dead or partially dead or not? Yeah, kind of makes you wonder. He does as a character. His character goes through this, I think, more than the others. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. At least this early in the season in the series. Yeah. So, do they have something against him? I I don't know. Like like, <laughs> I, think I don't know. Dad's supposed yeah. to be the nerd, so they yeah, easy. <laughs> he has the O'Brien must suffer kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, and then they have the whole war thing. If you need to show how powerful somebody is, they beat up Teal. You know, like on. Next generation, they would have somebody yeah. like knock Worf over the railing just to yeah. show how powerful they are. Well, just like in this, that Jafar didn't mess with Tilk, mm-hmm. right? He knocked down the other two. Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah. handy with a hammer. Yeah. It's like Mario there. Yeah. <laughs> Tilk just gives him the evil eye and he's like, oh, okay. I'm not going to mess with you. Okay, you're good. <laughs> they also do uh, do that thing that I feel like is a, a pretty consistent trope in uh science fiction especially like in 90s uh television science fiction where you have like these mining colonies on this planet and it'll be like we have all this advanced technology but we're we're mining like we're in like 18th century england with hammers and like the carts with the the pulleys and everything <laughs> like they do the same thing on deep space nine where they're on a space station but they have like a yeah shoot pouring rocks down and people are hitting them with hammers it's like it yeah. doesn't really make sense it's yeah, it's unacceptable on Terok Nor, but but here, I mean, the Gould view humans as slave labor and expendable, and they wouldn't waste machinery to help humans mine. You yeah. know, they just get more humans or or you know, and stuff. And so, you know, I think probably the sarcophagus is the only advanced piece of technology on the planet. But I did like how this sarcophagus had its own sarcophagus that it came out of. So I just imagine yeah. Exhibit being like, yo, dog, I heard you like sarcophagus. <laughs> so I put a sarcophagus in your sarcophagus. <laughs> it's a little storage case that it went back into when yeah. it was done. It's like when you buy an expensive phone, the first thing you do is put it in a case. You don't want to get scratches on it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Yeah. I thought I thought uh, Heather Hansen as, as Shiloh was pretty good in this, um, you know, bring some pretty good uh, guest star uh, game. Uh, the the cliff with heavy, you know, quotes around yeah. it, you know, she almost fell, you know, a dozen feet to her death. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 
they can't put their guest star, I guess, on the actual edge of a real cliff. Yeah, or mat it in. Like they did that wonderful matting yeah. of the pyramid. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like in the five doctors where Sarah Jane falls off a cliff and it's it's she's on like a slight incline, just rolling around, thrashing like she's trying to like hang on for dear life. Uh yeah. But uh nice. <laughs> okay, I noticed that when they put him in the sarcophagus, not only did his uh eyes heal, right? No yep. glasses, his hair got volume and curl. It did. It yep. Darker too. I feel it did. like. And as a curly-haired person, I love that because that being, you know, what they're saying, like the the better you feel, the better you get, the curlier your hair gets. So I'm gonna. Well, I, I figured it was the more evil you get, the curlier your hair gets. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also you also start talking like John Travolta too. Right. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I'll get you out of here. I promise. Yeah, yeah. I'm working <laughs> on it. Give me some time. <laughs> He was doing the someone who hasn't done drugs impression of someone on drugs thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much every yeah every trope is is there, and yeah, I think he should have won an Emmy for this one personally. He was hamming <laughs> it up. Maybe he did. Yeah. I mean, if Threshold can win an Emmy, this can win an Emmy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> did it win an Emmy? I thought it was nominated, but anyway. Oh, it won. It's the only Star Trek episode that's ever won an Emmy. Oh, I thought you meant the uh, the Brent Spiner show Threshold that lasted like half a season. Oh no, I meant the I meant the <laughs> oh. Salamander episode of Voyager. Oh, really? Yes. We just we were watching through Voyager. I skipped over that episode. I'm like, we're not watching this one. You got, you got to though. I, I did. I did love in this one where Daniel and, and Shiloh are out walking, and is it this the most beautiful you things you've seen? It's called trees. <laughs> And you know Daniel's thinking, yeah, this looks like every other Pacific Northwest yeah. forest I've ever been in as we've been traveling. You've seen them before on other worlds? Yes, actually, every other world. <laughs> yeah. I actually read online that that was considered an inside yeah. joke mm-hmm. because of... They're hanging a lantern on it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I figured it was because, I mean, it was just so clearly, it's like, yeah, every planet has these worlds and the Stargate is in all of them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And these specific kinds of trees. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, lots of lots of really good kind of in jokes like that. You mentioned, you know, uh, you know, Daniel's used a sarcophagus before, and and you know, Shiloh's like, "Well, have you seen this? Have you used it before?" And he's like, "Yeah, a couple of times, too many, if you ask me." Mm-hmm. You know, a reference to how many times he he's almost died and needed the uh, sarcophagus. <laughs> right. I like how they keep the continuity uh, going, like with um Sam's uh, after effects from the gold. Mm-hmm. Like they they've mentioned that in the past two episodes, which I like that they're they're not. It's not one of those things. Where it's like oh, this life changing thing happens to you, and then we're just not going to talk about it again because it's episodic yeah. television. So I like how they're they're building that like as a character arc rather than just a one time thing. Well, and they they build it up now where she can sense the Gwawold, whether it's the Gwawold in a in the pocket of a a Jaffa or an actual Gwawold host, right? You know, where she can she can sense that, and and they they build on that as they go along too. Yeah, because right, this middle of this season, we're gonna we're gonna develop it a lot more. Nice. When we yeah. Meet the Tokra. Yeah, and I actually I think it's one of the, I mean, there's a lot of really good lines in this episode, but you know where she's trying to explain this, and it's like lately I get a weird feeling when I'm around Teal'c, and Jack goes like, <laughs> "Hey, who doesn't?" <laughs> I like how Teal'c just takes it in stride too. He's like, "Yeah, it's fair, yeah. whatever." Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like he's used to them making fun of him. Yeah, I do love that scene uh, where. Uh, they bring uh, Jack in to talk to 
Daniel and he's like reclining on that throne <laughs> and he gets up. He's just like, Hey, Hey Jack. Hey, just like <laughs> over the top of it. The man who would be King. Yes. Yeah. Jack says. And not only did he get better robes, he got jewelry. He just, I mean, he just really lived it. Yeah. It's uh, Nice. And he gets a feast with like a feast with like two other people. Yeah. 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 One of whom was really uninterested in being there. Mm. Yeah. Tell us the story of how you came to rule this place. I killed the ghoul who lived here. Pretty much. (laughs) It's like (laughs) Okay. Then they never named the the ghoul, right? Mm -mm. No. No, but it would have been seven hundred years ago, so I don't know. There's probably like a whole section of the wiki devoted to whatever ghoul that was. It's probably a novel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that. Uh, they're basically paying tribute to all the gold with uh, sending Nakoda through the Stargate every so often. And it's like a little kind of, it's like a coffee can size. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is that a daily thing? Is it a monthly thing? Like, they don't really elaborate on that. Well, let, let me ask. So for, for future episodes or seasons, we kind of get that, that the SGC has access to uh, Nakwana mm-hmm. from planets that they visited or whatever. Does, do y'all remember, is this, is this planet mentioned as one of those that they've got a treaty with and is allowing them Nakwana? I don't recall specifically. I, I don't even know if the mine that they set up on the Unas planet was for Nakwana or Thorazine or whatever the mining, probably not Thorazine, but no, I'd, I'd have to look that up. Yeah, I, I don't remember yeah. if they ever listed what planets to get them from or anything like that. Just that they get a fairly steady supply, so they can use it to build their ships and everything. Yeah, I just it dawned on me. We were watching this one. I was like, did we, did we hear the name of this planet again? And I just, you know, don't remember it. Yeah. Yep. So, Daniel Jackson's history with women not good. Yep. One was, he's married yeah. again. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the first time with Hathor, it was, you know, pretty clear. Under like, yeah. And then with this, it's, you know, very, mani- well, at least very manipulative. He didn't you know, put up much holding of a your... fight, though, to be honest. I mean, you know, somebody's. He didn't put up a fight. He did not put up much <laughs> of a fight at all. <laughs> oh, if somebody's holding your friends hostage and then getting you addicted to, you know, space coffins. <laughs> Addicted to Space Coffins is a very good death metal band name. Yeah, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know what he saw in Shyla. To be honest, she comes across as a uh, very ditzy. Yeah, but I wonder was she really the kind of the brains behind all this? Yeah, because evidently she'd been managing her father for however long and getting him to do what she wanted, right? Yeah. I don't, she got Daniel to do what she wanted. I'm thinking it's very is kind of, but maybe she was a lot wilier than we give her credit yeah. for. <laughs> it's very unclear. Yeah. There's a whole like Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord vibe about her. <laughs> you can't really tell because yeah, even at the end when she shoots the sarcophagus, it's like, well, it's okay. I've got like five in the back or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't quite get that, but. Yeah, she she definitely was more manipulative than she seemed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this... Definitely, how can I use this all situations for my benefit? Mm. Mm-hmm. So when we finally uh, 
like the the resolution of the episode is Daniel kind of going roid rage on everybody, and uh, Jack has to talk him down from shooting him. Um, and so yeah. that's kind of where you get his uh, after he's he's gone through his uh, detox. He does not see any uh, baby dolls crawling on the ceiling, fortunately, but uh, still has to go through that kind of kind of withdrawal thing that they do. Yeah, um, all been there. <laughs> sure. No. Well, no, and even Jack even says, he says, I know what it's like. And yeah, he did become an alcoholic after, you know, Charlie slash mm-hmm. Tyler killed himself. So. Right. Yeah. So they, they do hearken back to that. Um, but I had a point I was trying to make and I forgot what it was. <laughs> Roid rage. Roid yeah. rage. Yeah. They fight. Well, well, then we, then we get that he, Daniel promises to help Shyla through her addiction withdrawal right. from yeah yeah but she said she's never used it i thought she said well, she did. well i mean what do dealers say right it's yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't get high in your own supply right <laughs> oh i what i was gonna say was um there's been enough uh issues with his behavior and his conduct on the team that i, I would not be up for letting him back on the team and yet they do yeah well i mean yep. of course but <laughs> a lot of red flags there but he's the conscious he's the conscience of the team i mean they got to keep him on wait, wait a second two episodes ago prisoners wasn't it because of daniel jackson they were sentenced to life in prison on the planet oh because he wanted to save uh help the dude that was running yeah, yep. oh, yeah. and then what happened in this episode he went to help the girl and they're sentenced to life in prison in a mine yeah, and if he hadn't mm. like tried to help the caveman lady, oh no, he was the one who didn't want to help the caveman yeah, lady. Like it's a flip. Yes. It's a flip. Oh my like gosh, it used to be. It's a f- yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'm getting the impression that no matter what he does, they get in trouble. It's all Daniel's fault. Yeah, yeah. It's just bad luck. <laughs> bad luck. He's Daniel. a jinx. Well, I mean, look what happened to Charay. Like everyone associated with him, like gets into bad situations. His parents. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> an unlucky guy. Oh, I thought it was Jake. No, well, yeah, Jake's pulling the strings, or or not in that case. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it all goes. So, back so to now Jake. that we blamed Daniel Jackson for all the problems in Stargate, yeah. he's he's it. He's actually the Sith Lord. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, he he does basically ascend, you know, and and. We don't know if that's because he's good or not. And Jack does say that he's gone to the dark side in this episode. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a crossover. Yeah. I feel like we need so, to get our uh, pegboard out with all the string. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they basically said that the uh, sarcophagus steals your soul. Well, if Daniel Jackson doesn't actually have a soul or if it's a dark soul, then did it actually steal it? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> did a lot of other really awful things to him. Like, like when Doctor Fraser was listing off like everything that's wrong with his body, it was like, well, so pretty much everything then. And, yeah. yeah, she says every single cell in his body has forgotten how to function. I'm like, that sounds really bad. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when you just turn into like liquid or something. Yeah, oh, oh, but, like, like, yeah. but oh wait, that happens in us in an episode. Oh, that's come right. up with you. <laughs> oh, nice. Which Not one? Jackson, I don't know. Season seven, maybe? Oh, who, who turns into liquid? 
remember that one. People that near to you is testing. Oh yeah, season six. Yeah, season yeah. Jonas, the Jonas Quinn good. episode. Yeah, jo- it's a Jonas Quinn episode. So yeah, yeah. yeah with the with the with the Horcrux or the whatever it's called, not Horcrux, I don't but know. Yeah. they all turn to liquid, like yeah. the guy in uh, X Men. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. X Men, the first movie. whatever X. Yeah, yeah, it was the first one. Yeah. And of course, there was a Voyager the episode last good- like that too. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so lots of lots of good touch points uh, to other better popular culture <laughs> things in this episode. No, I I like this episode a lot. It just I really like Daniel Jackson's Earth, Wind, and Fire outfit in this. Again, like that was awesome that, uh, how he gets set up in that. And Sam, even though she doesn't have a lot to do, gets off some really good line deliveries. Like when uh, Daniel comes in and tells him about the feast, just the look on her face when she says like You get dinner, like yeah, really good. And then. You know, there's a lot of ways they could have done the reveal with like the Tokra memories, but just having her wake up and say, we don't use the sarcophagus was, a, I think, a pretty effective way of yeah. introducing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Hey, don't work. complain about this episode. We could go back season one and do fire and water again. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> this was a great episode. No, yeah. No. It, again. Yeah. It's, it's good. It sets up some good myth, myth building and, you know, it's very of the time, you know, it was the nineties every Every show had to do, as you said, uh, Father Corey, a very special episode. Um, you know, Buffy did it with the people who got addicted to letting vampires feed on them. And, you know, I think Buffy at did least probably... At least did it. Too. Yeah. At least they didn't do it like the 80s where they always had one of the one of the characters come out and give a little s- stirring speech at the end about if you need help, call, you know. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this episode, Daniel Jackson was able to beat his sarcophagus addiction with the help of his friends. If you don't have any friends, though, please call 1-800. Yeah. Like, so you remember the, 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 the Jim Henson's Dinosaurs? They had one of those episodes. Oh, and they, even, they even mocked that little closing <laughs> scene. Don't do drugs so we don't have to do episodes like this again. Yeah. <laughs> and William Sessions doesn't have to put his title screen in front of every arcade game, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Only uh, only 80s and 90s kids will understand. That that <laughs> one got replaced with the don't pirate this software. Yeah, yeah. And it works just as well. I will say uh, in my younger days, it was always fun to uh, acquire a DVD or acquire a movie um, through certain means and then have that clip still at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I copied that floppy. Yo ho ho! I'll cop to that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Java. Any other thoughts on this episode? Nothing here. Yeah, I enjoyed it overall. I feel like the yeah. the myth building kind of was more interesting than the actual plot. But it was nice to get all those connections, mm-hmm. like you said, Victor. Yeah. I just wish they would have bought Shyla a second dress. I mean, they do a lot with the you know the wrap and stuff that she wears, but. <laughs> You know, she had two. Did she have a second dress? She, she, had, she had a white had one and a pink one. She had like oh, a Spice okay. Girls thing for dinner, and then she had the other one. Oh, I was watching a Vid Angel, and it took all that out. Good night, everybody. Ah, man, that was good. <laughs> Uh, we are not sponsored by a, a VidAngel, but it is a very good service. <laughs> yes. And their dry bar comedy specials are actually getting better. 
they're really quite funny, actually. Some yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, they've they've come a long way. Nice. Maybe we should watch a Stargate episode through VidAngel if they do it, and then you could talk. Yeah. About they... That's no, that's a lot of fun. Is you actually just go on VidAngel for something and then look at like just like look at all the different filters and just you know see what's caught in it and stuff. It's you know I think we like the old Rankin and Bass Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. I think had like something like 22 filters in it that you could turn on. And... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I do find it funny that they have a, a Game of Thrones filters for it. I imagine it just kind of like yeah. just skips through every episode and you finish the you show. You can watch the entire minutes. season in like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I don't drink alcohol, but you know, just vodka or something is, is at that point, you know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. All right. Um, on that note, uh, before we go, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Susan S, Jonah M, Jocelyn T, Jonathan L, and Teresa S. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate and all the other shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And be sure to follow us in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. To find previous episodes of Secrets of Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com Stargate. You can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. You can also join the StarQuest fan club mailing list by texting StarQuest to 66866. Send StarQuest to 66866. We'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1, Thor's Chariot. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thank you, Jack. Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Yeah, 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 thanks. <laughs> Jack, one <laughs> and once again, I'm Jack Barazzini. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs>